Hey, it's Stephanie, and I'm back for another episode of Strong Opinions, and I'm sharing my thoughts on why if you're not doing SMS right now, you are missing out on a huge opportunity to drive results for your business. It's seriously one of the most underutilized ways to communicate with consumers, and I don't know why more of us aren't doing it. Perhaps it's because once you dive into really creating a text messaging program for your business, it's really easy to get overwhelmed by the whole entire process. And I get it. There are a ton of rules and regulations around texting that are really designed to prevent consumers from being spam via text. And I know those rules can be a pain, especially when you're getting started trying to figure it all out. But it's actually one of the reasons why SMS is such a high performing channel. And that's because you have to get approval to send messages out using a short code. You can easily get your number blacklisted from sending out messages if you're spamming people. A lot of things that are super important. So let's talk about why SMS is such a huge opportunity. For starters, adults in the US are almost spending four hours a day on their mobile device. And we all know that we're addicted to our phones. It's not more than a few feet away from us. And that combined with all these rules and regulations is one of the reasons why SMS is such a reliable channel in the eyes of consumers. Think about it. How often do you get spam via text? rarely. And that's part of the reason why your inclination to read your text messages is so much faster than it is with email. And in fact, 98% of all text messages are read. Who wouldn't love 98% of all their messages to be read? Can you think of any channel that comes close to those types of metrics? I know I can't. And it gets even better because 90% of texts are read within three seconds. And those are some absolute dream metrics. I don't know a single marketer who wouldn't love to have those types of metrics for one of the communication channels they're using. So that begs the question, why aren't more of us actively using SMS today? And I think it has to be because it's overwhelming to get started. You have to have both technology and strategy in place really to make it work. And a lot of people don't know where to begin. My recommendation is to start first with outlining what your strategy for SMS is. And that's not this big grandiose plan. Start with the basics. Why are you even going to use SMS? Is it to send out offers to your customers, provide them with product updates, information? You have to have a specific purpose about why you're going to communicate with them via text and why it's appropriate for that channel. Then you got to think about the frequency. SMS is different than email. Like a personal example, Pottery Barn, which is one of my favorite brands, sends me what I swear is five emails a day when they're having a sale. Yeah, does that annoy me? It does. But here's the thing. I don't really unsubscribe because every once in a while, I don't mind. But if you sent me five texts a day about a sale, I would get super frustrated and I'd likely opt out of those messages. And that's because SMS to us can feel more like an invasion of privacy than other channels. So we got to use it wisely. And you need to think about how often you need, not want, need to communicate with your consumers and audience via text. And if you think it's the same amount of as you do with email, you are wrong. Don't do that. Your text is going to be read. It's going to be read fast. You don't need to send that many of them. Now, once you've got your use case and your frequency nailed down, it's time to think about how you're actually going to get people into your text messaging program. And this is super important. And I've seen really creative ideas in the past of how people have done that. But honestly, the most effective way is super clear messaging about what they're going to get if they opt in. And it needs to be something that provides value to them, not to you, to them. So like an example, saying you're going to get a special offer every week if they text in is a great clear way of communicating value. Another option could be maybe you're going to send them information that's educational about digital marketing every week. Very clear what they're going to get when they're going to get it. And a clear value proposition is going to encourage the right audience members to sign up. It's also going to help ensure that you're happy with what you're sending them and they're receiving in long term. 
Now, once you figure out your strategy at a high level, it's time to think about the technology component. And there's so many different avenues for handling it. The first option is to procure a short code, but you have to do that for each country that you want to do messaging in. And the acquisition process and expense can be a little overwhelming, right? It's a cumbersome acquisition process to get a short code. You have to do it by country. And in the US, like just a Vandy short code costs about $16,000 a year. So sometimes meaning getting short codes in one country and then having to get it in another country can be a lot, both in terms of time and resources. So my recommendation is the best way to determine if you need a dedicated short code is going to be based on volume. If you're only planning to experiment with SMS and try and figure out if it's going to work for you, you probably don't need a short code. But if you think this is going to be a critical component of what you're doing, you probably want to think about the short code process. And if you haven't gone through that acquisition process yet, I highly recommend partnering with a messaging provider like Twilio is a great example and using them as a resource to help you get through the process because it's overwhelming on what you have to document and provide. And it takes eight to 12 weeks once you submit your application to even get approval. And that's why I like to call this whole time process for it as like fill out your application, file it and wait and don't touch anything. So another option is to use a shared short code. And most of the messaging providers out there that are big offer this as an option. And basically what it means is they have a shared short code that they allow multiple brands to use at a single time. And so that short code's typically already acquired, so you can get started a lot faster and you're gonna pay a much lower cost than you would if you went the dedicated short code route. But let's talk about some downsides, right? So a shared short code, biggest one is that you're sharing it with other companies and you likely don't know who those other companies are, which means sometimes if a consumer opts out of a short code by texting stop to it, they're actually opting out of receiving all messages tied to that short code, not just ones from a specific brand. Now there are some ways that you can be creative and get people to opt out of specific brand messages, but most of the time consumers are just going to default to opting out of all of them because they're not going to understand that it's a shared short code. The other challenge is, let's say as a consumer, I've opted into messages on the same short, shared short code for multiple brands. Those are going to come in all in the same text messaging window for me. And I'm not going to know they're from different brands. And that can be a little bit confusing when you see messages intermixed. So then the last option is to use a standard phone number that's enabled to send SMS messages. And that's a huge cost-effective option. It's a lot cheaper than a dedicated short code or a shared short code. It also can typically be set up a lot faster. The big downside is that when consumers text in a keyword, they're doing it to a 10-digit phone number in order to opt in, which isn't ideal and it can honestly drive lower adoption rates. So regardless of which option you choose, it's time to get started with your SMS program today. Determine your use case, set your value proposition, your frequency, figure out your tech solution and start implementing it. And most importantly, don't forget that your program needs to be up and running the moment you start promoting opt-ins. Otherwise, you're going to have a negative customer experience if you start collecting opt-ins and don't send messages for a couple of months. If you're enjoying Strong Opinions, leave us a rating and review on iTunes and feel free to tweet me at stephaniecox04 and tell me what topic you want to hear about on a future episode of Strong Opinions. 